Hey everyone, this is Steve Donahue with another episode of the Homeschool Hope Podcast. Glad you're with me. Sorry it has taken me such a time to get another podcast up. This is the busiest time of year for me, and I just have had to have something go, and this has been what I've had to put on the back burner, although I've got a great show for you here, and uh, just a momentarily, you will be able to hear from Tammy Lindsay, and I'm excited about having her on the line with me. If you've not heard of the Lindsay Family Band or the Lindsay Family Musicians, uh, she is the mom of that group, and uh, her bio says this, Wife of Alan and mother of 11, Tammy is the heart of the family. She likes to say that she's produced more talent than any other in the band, though in reality we know we have God to thank for that. She joins in vocals and inspires to learn some instrument someday when all the children are grown and stop surpassing her every time she tries. Uh, Right now, she tends younger children and manages their scheduling for the band. She loves to write and has added one song to the family repertoire so far. She spends most of her time surpassing, or I'm sorry, supervising a bustling home, training children, overseeing the homeschooling. She also is the encourager of the family and has mercy to spare. So in just a moment, you're going to be able to hear from her, and I'm excited about having her uh, on the show today and uh, taking time out of her busy schedule to be with us. Before we actually interview her, though, I do have a couple of announcements. Uh, First of all, there will be a link in the show notes. This is episode number 16. Again, episode number 16, and there will be a link in the show notes to how you can find out more about the Lindsay family, and be sure that you can check them out on YouTube and Facebook and those kinds of things. The affiliate focus for today is the Ron Paul curriculum. The Ron Paul curriculum is a high-quality, liberty-focused, self-learning, internet-based educational curriculum that is sure to produce the next generation of American and church leaders. You can learn more, of course, at the Ron Paul homeschooling curriculum link on the show notes as well as the banner on the webpage homeschoolhope.com. Be sure that if you're not a subscriber yet to the show that you do that either through the iTunes feed or the Stitcher feed or whatever uh, vehicle of choice that you use to download uh, your podcasts and um, be sure that you do that. If you know of somebody who would be a good interview candidate for the show, I encourage you to send them my way and have them contact me through the contact page of the webpage or send them an email or have them send me an email, that kind of thing, get a hold of me. And uh, I will see what I can do to have them on the show. Okay, enough introduction. Let's go ahead now and uh, listen to this interview that I conducted with Tammy Lindsay of the Lindsay Family Singers, the Lindsay Family Band. This call is now being recorded. Well, I'm really excited, as I mentioned earlier in the introduction, because I have Tammy Lindsay with me on the line. And um, Tammy, I really appreciate you being with us, and I wanted to just begin by uh, having you take just a few minutes and uh, talk to the audience a little bit about uh, who you are and what your family does. Okay. Well, we're um, we're what most would consider a large family. To some, I guess we're a small family, but we have 11 children and mom and dad. We obviously homeschool, and we also sing and play bluegrass gospel music and travel the country and Canada. Um, other interesting things about us is we live in a school building that we just several years ago, and um, we just we love the Lord and we love what we do. Okay, well that's great. We're going to get into more detail about some of that, obviously, and I appreciate um, that general introduction there. What made you, first of all, get into homeschooling to begin with? 
Um, we weren't one of those families where my husband and I discussed everything before we got married and we knew what we were all about. I, I sometimes look back and wish that we had been that way, but uh, we found that as we went along, we um, we kind of firmed up the things that we believed and that we felt like God was calling us to. And homeschooling became a natural extension of what we just believed and lived every day. Our children were always a part of our lives. We felt like God gave them to us, and so it just didn't seem natural or right for us to send them off for the major portion of their life to be trained up under somebody else. Um, we had things that we felt like God put in us to um, impart to them, and the best way to do that was to have them at home with us. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, when you uh, got started homeschooling, uh, probably uh, it was a while back, and, and it was not as popular as it is today. Is that correct? That's correct. Our oldest is 24. Um, I I still I still think that we had some support. It wasn't like we were in the pioneer movement of, home, of homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived in upstate New York at the time that we were beginning our homeschooling journey, um, and up there the requirements were pretty strict. Um, so that made me a little um, cautious and hesitant. I just wasn't. I was. It was a little bit scary for me to get into that, but. At, even at that time, there was a really good homeschool community up there, and so that helped a lot. Um, and the fact that we started reading to our children young, we found that the homeschooling just naturally flowed from that. So for me, the first time I was able to give them some kind of a standardized test, that set me at ease. My husband never was really concerned about those things. He knew they were learning, but um, at the time, I guess I needed that reassurance um, and as the years have developed, certainly we found that there's just so much more material available, so many more contacts, so many more homeschool groups and co-ops. Um, we've chosen not to use a bunch of those because we were comfortable where we were and what we were doing in our homeschooling, but I would certainly encourage others that there's a lot out there. Right, absolutely. Yeah, we've covered a little bit of that, and um, that's that's great. Tell me a story, if you will, of a challenge maybe that you faced uh, in your homeschooling, and it could be something, you know, particular about, you know, your own personal family or just something in homeschooling in general that you found difficult. Okay. I I guess the, <laughs> I, I'm going to speak from my perspective, not my husband's, because um, I, I understand my perspective better. But at the time when we began homeschooling, I had um, – well, when we had our sixth child, my oldest was six. So I had stair steps just right down the line. I don't believe anybody was more than 16 months apart. Wow. And so that was the biggest challenge for me to understand. And my husband was working for the Air Force at the time, and he was traveling a lot. So for me to try to realize how to um, have some kind of organized activity with schooling while I cared for infants that I was nursing and toddlers and everything in between. And it was that way for the first, oh, goodness, until the kids started getting just a little bit older, it was it became a continual challenge. And um, the way I learned to adapt to that was um, to just be flexible. I had to take myself out of the um, mold of having to sit down and do school just like they do it in the school system. And so um, I, I just learned that we could do school as we did other things, that it didn't have to always be sit down and get this page done. And I did find that my children learned a lot better that way. Yeah. Well, that's really good. That's a, that's a wise advice, too. I think 
a lot of times homeschooling parents, especially when they first get started, they, they try to bring school home. Yeah. And, um, the home environment is not designed to be that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and so we, we actually have the advantage of being able to be more flexible, and, and uh, so that, that's really good. Okay, right. let's, let's uh, shift gears now and turn to the other side of it. What is something that your family has been able to do or has been able to succeed at because you've been able to homeschool? Um, well, I guess as the world would see it, the most obvious success story would be our oldest son, who is now um, a junior in electrical engineering at Ohio University. Mm-hmm. He's the top he's the top person in his class at Ohio University, Great. doing very well up until recently, had a 4.0. That would be the world standard measure on what success is. Um, we have three children now out of the home who are all doing very well. My um, daughter's married, and I have another son married out in Oklahoma. Um, the fact that they were able to enter the world without um, major bumps in their road, they they knew well how to interact with people, and th- we have run home businesses as well. That was something my husband had a vision for, just to train them how to interact with people and have customer service and um, dealings with people that we do business with. So the children were all very well versed. It was a it was um a well rounded education. And so we feel like the truest measure of success will be when they all start having children and their children follow the Lord. That's our measure of success. Um right. but as far as just interacting in the world and being able to be a productive part of society, um, our older children that have left home are doing that well. So we feel like we've been on the right track. Right. Okay, very good. Well, that sounds great. Now, you, um, one of the unique things about your family, and um, if they go to your website, which, uh, by the way, is lindsay-family.com, is that right? Yes, that's right. Okay. Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. Right. Um, the first thing, of course, they will see is a picture of you all um, with a bunch of musical instruments. So right. um, let's kind of shift gears a little bit now and talk about uh, your musical, uh, I guess, your musical treats as a family and, and how you go about um, managing homeschool with music and how you got into doing music together and um, and that kind of thing. So, um, okay. first of all, why don't, why don't you talk about how you got into music first? Okay. Well, it wasn't anything that we ever really planned to do. Um, My husband plays guitar, and for years he led worship at churches, and we would sing at weddings. My husband and I would sing at weddings. Um, When the children came along, just whatever we're interested in, they tended to be interested in because they were with us all the time. So Jared is our oldest, and he picked up a guitar probably at about four years old, and we we quickly discovered that um, when they're with us and just watching us, they learn very quickly. So Jared was able to pick up guitar and play it very easily. Um, it surprised us that a child so young could could accomplish all that he did. And it kind of followed suit with, I, as I mentioned, my children were very close in age, and so each of the subsequent children would pick up um, a guitar and start playing. And we decided that we wanted to give them piano lessons. Um, so we had a, a piano teacher that would come to our house. And they were, I, I would say Jared was maybe eight years old when we started that. Um, and she told us about 
something called a bluegrass dam, which we didn't even know what it was at the time. But essentially, it was just were a bunch of... Were you much playing bluegrass-type music at that time or not? Not not really, not at all. Now, my husband grew up with country music, mm-hmm. and his family played some bluegrass music, but that's not what we were doing at the time. The piano approach was your traditional classical approach. Um, we didn't find that our children did as well with that, by the way, by the way because they enjoyed playing with their instruments and okay. enjoying them. And once we put notes in front of them, um, <laughs> it just wasn't it, – it, my husband often says that when they start to talk, that's their first instrument. And we never say to our babies, now, be quiet until you learn to read and write. Yeah, we right. let them play with their instrument. And so we found that that was the same – the same was true with – the piano or the guitar, that when we allowed them to experiment and play with it, that they really, really enjoyed it. And um, so back to the bluegrass jam, we showed up and found that our children were just fascinated by the other acoustic instruments, the fiddle and the mandolin. Um, At that time, there was even a dobro and the big doghouse bass. And so they became very interested in that. We didn't have a clue <laughs> how to start them on those inter- instruments because neither one of us played them. Right. And so another friend told us about a video method um, called the Murphy Method. Mm-hmm. We purchased those videos and good instruments for our children, and we just let them start playing with them. Um, and the videos are excellent. I would recommend them to anybody. Um fully rewindable. They never get frustrated with your child, and your child can move at their own pace. And um, ours did very well with that. So it wasn't very long before people were asking us, you know, would you come and play for us? And we didn't even know enough songs to play, but um, we we took that first step, and um, it, the Lord just opened up a lot of doors after that. And by 2007, we had purchased a bus, and we were... Wow. We were traveling around doing quite a bit of music. Oh, that's fantastic. And so now just real quickly, kind of run down um, each of your children and, and what they play and how they contribute musically to to the group. Okay. Well, I'll start with the three that aren't at home because they were very much a part of that mm-hmm. history. So Jared is the oldest, and he started out playing banjo Um Each one of them also plays multiple instruments, but the banjo is the instrument that he played in the band. His sister down from him, Elizabeth, started out playing the bass. Then Ben, the next son down, who's married in Oklahoma now, played fiddle for us. Uh, Now still at home, we have Caleb is the oldest. He's 20, and he plays mandolin. Rebecca is 18. She plays guitar. Naomi is 17, and she's taken over on bass. Susanna's 14, and she plays fiddle. She also plays piano. All of the kids play piano now. Ironically, they've gone back, and they love it. Uh-huh. But, um, now, are they, are they going back and learning the music? Are the, the notes? Yes. Or are they, okay, they are. <laughs> Absolutely, because we, um, we felt like after they learned to play with the instrument, once they knew enough about it, they would want to understand the language, and that turned out to be very true for them. Oh, that's very interesting. So Susanna's 14 and plays fiddle. Timothy is 13 and has taken over banjo since Jared's not here anymore. And then we have what we call the bullpen. Liberty is 11, and she sings and she's playing with many instruments right now. Michael is 8. He's going to be a – he can play anything he touches. And Olivia, at 5 years old, is um, 
the baby of the family right now, and she sings and yodels and uh, gets all the attention everywhere she goes. <laughs> I would only imagine. That's fantastic. Well, yeah, I, I like the way that you have on, uh, I guess it's kind of your tagline for your family, but it's toe-tapping, heart-touching, homegrown, southern-fried, uh, faith-filled music. That's yeah. um, <laughs> that's quite a tagline. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So you travel all over everywhere now pretty much playing, don't you? We do. We've been as far um, southwest as um, Arizona. We we often spend time in South Texas in the winter. We've also been up into Canada. We go to the Northeast. The only place we haven't really been is um, out to California and the West Coast. So we we hope to go there someday. Okay, very good. And and how is it to uh, homeschool? Um, while you're traveling like that, I know other people do it as well, but is, is that an extra burden or is it, uh, you know, a, a kind of a, a joy to be able to do that? Oh, I would say it's a joy. We look forward to getting on the bus. And um, that's where that flexibility comes in where I um, mentioned it before where I've had to learn to lay down my expectations of what homeschooling is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not, we don't do as well with getting the books out on the bus because we're moving and people get car sick. And mm-hmm. so what we tend to do is um, study the area we'll be going to. Like we recently returned from Nebraska and it was just a really neat experience for all of us. We got to see a portion of the Oregon Trail and we got to see the bluffs and um, tell stories about how the Indians used to hide out on those bluffs and come down. And that is experiencing history for the children, and a lot of people don't get to experience that. They can only read about that in books. But to take something that we've always read about, we also went to Buffalo Bill's home place. Mm -hmm. So to take something that we've always read about in our history books and actually see where that happened in history, um, that really it really impacts them and helps them to remember, and yeah, so it's they, just they a great experience. They a lot better than just reading it in a book, don't they? <laughs> Absolutely. It's a great experience for all of us, and we may fall behind on math, but uh-huh. that's what, what we've done with that is we school year-round. Okay. Um, yeah. So while we're on a tour and gone for three weeks, we probably won't get as much done in our books, but we get a lot of other things done, and then when we get home, even if it's July, we still break out the books and right. continue. And it all works out apparently if you've got a child that's uh, got uh, you know a, a average in engineering, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right, very good. Now your home base is very unique uh, because I understand that you actually live in a uh, an old school building. Yes, we do. What's the story behind that? How did y'all acquire that? <laughs> and um, and and what's it like living in an old school? I mean, I think it's a I think it's a a uh, very ironic and great testimony to the homeschool family yeah. finds out. <laughs> yeah, it's our, our it's our home sweet school. Yeah, <laughs> um, we just simply needed more space. Um, for a while, right after my husband and I graduated from college, he um, he he's he actually has a PhD in electrical engineering, and he was um, working for the Air Force. So that took us to upstate New York. And that wasn't really home to us. We were both raised in southern Ohio. Mm -hmm. And um, we wanted to get back closer to our parents. And my husband 
actually left his job with the Air Force. He really felt like God was calling him home. And so we've taken up a number of whatever it takes to provide for the family. But it's been it's been wonderful having him home. I wouldn't say everybody's called to that, but he definitely was, and God's taken care of us. But when we decided to move back the direction of our families, we came to Kentucky because it was a very conservative environment that we felt like was really good for raising our family. And we initially just bought a small home to try to feel out the area. And we quickly discovered that with our home businesses, with the recording studio that we have um, for the children, with all of our homeschooling activities and my husband working at home, we just needed space. Um, and we try to be frugal about everything that we do. Um, we don't go into debt. And this school came up at an auction, and um, we literally we heard about it on a Thursday night. We went to look at it on Saturday morning and purchased it that Saturday. So our heads were kind of spinning, too, and we really didn't know what we were getting into. Um, but it, it's been a really neat experience for I think for the first year on the school, my husband and the older children would come up during the week because it was an hour from where we used to live. Um, they would come up during the week and work on renovations, um, and then the younger children and I would stay at our house and do our school and our regular activities. But my husband and the older kids would bring the bus up, and they would work up here during the week. Um, and finally, we just... It, it wasn't really ready to move into. We didn't have a shower in here because it was an elementary school. Some of those things had to be done. But when we got the basics done, um, the rest of the family just, we, we wanted to be together again. So we moved up here while it was still in progress. And we now have a place for our um, home businesses. And we have a studio that we do all of our own recordings in. Uh, we've only taken two classrooms. People ask us, you know, do all of your kids have their own room? And that's not how we do it. We like for all of our boys to be together and all of our girls to be together. So we just took, we split a classroom and we have a boys' room and a girls' room. They're large rooms, but they're all together. Mm -hmm. And then we have another room that's our living room and our bedroom. And we use the kitchen that the school used. It has a gym, which is a wonderful thing, and then a huge library where when we have large gatherings, um, we can all gather down there. And So it, it really does afford us the ability to do lots of things that we couldn't do in a regular home. Mm -hmm. But it has its challenges. It's obviously usually supported by the taxpayers, so um, it's costly to maintain the school. But we've switched over to a wood boiler, and we've switched out all our lighting to LED lighting. So there have been things that we've done to cut costs, and we don't we don't heat and cool the whole building, just the mm -hmm. portions that we live in. So it's been a great experience. It's on eight acres, and it's been a rural area, and uh, we really enjoy it. Wow, that is that is really uh, really a fascinating story. Does it does it look like a school when you come into it, or ha I mean, has it been renovated such that it, it looks more like a home? No, when you walk in the front door, it's still very much a school. The hallways, nothing's changed. Um, the only thing that we've really done in the hallways to make it, um, you know, I have daughters and we, we have that woman's desire to give things a homey touch. So you'll find little tables and lamps sitting on the tables. We try not to use the upper lights too much. It just makes it feel a little homier to have some tables and pictures in the hallway and plants. You know, we do what we can to make it homey. 
but it's still very much a school, and I think we like to maintain it that way. It's part of the community, and the community still likes to know that this building's here and being cared for. Huh. How about that? Has the community been really receptive to you all moving in there? And Oh, very much, very much so. They oh, um, they take a lot of pride in it, I think, and um, and I think they're just glad that somebody's taking care of it and using the school. Oh, that's that's fantastic. So, what? Just out of curiosity, what other businesses do you all have? I mean, obviously, you have the music business. Um, right. What What other businesses do you all have? Well, my husband will do. Um, he does contract work for his engineering whenever it's available. That hasn't really been something that there's been a lot of in southeastern Kentucky for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does a little bit of horse trading where he'll pick up things. Um, on auction sites and then resell them and then he trains trains the children how to put those ads up on eBay and Amazon and Craigslist and so they they do all that work. We have another home business that um right now goes by Endemeo Industries. We're we're changing it over to Planet Acoustic because it has kind of um evolved with our family. But it started out being a company that provided family resources a lot of a lot of it was homeschool resources when we first started the company. Mm-hmm. And that was just our way of providing resources that we needed as a family um, for ourselves in an affordable way. So we would um, we would become distributors for the products sure. that we used and highly recommended. And as the children got older, um, Jared would develop the website, Elizabeth would do all the accounting, and it's passed down to the younger children to where they've all learned to do all those things with the business. And it's never really made a lot of money, but it's trained the children in a lot of areas. And it's also provided things that we need. Now it's more um, my son Caleb um, is a representative for Bose Sound Systems, and Mm -hmm. it – that plugs into the business, the framework that's already there, and he and Rebecca do a lot with those. And we do some instruments, and we sell the Murphy Method videos that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So they handle those things, and um, they have the framework set up to do it. Okay, excellent. Well, that's very good. Well, the last uh, the last few questions I have are just kind of quick answer questions. I mean, you can elaborate on them if you want, but um, okay. they're kind of designed to be, uh, you know, quick answer questions, and they're just uh, general questions, and you can answer them um, specifically regarding uh, homeschooling, or you can answer them, you know, regarding your music or, or whatever whatever you decide to do regarding your family. But the first one is, what is one resource that you think the homeschooling community uh, would really appreciate that you'd like to recommend? Well, a resource that I probably know most about, I would go back to the Murphy Method videos for music. If Mm -hmm. a family has any desire for their um, children to love music and to really enjoy what they do, I would recommend the Murphy Method videos, absolutely. Okay, very good. And they have that for piano, right? That Now, they do not have it for piano. The, it's, the Murphy Method is for the acoustic traditional bluegrass instruments. Oh, okay. Um, uh-huh. For piano, I would recommend something called playpianotoday.com. They teach by ear in the same method that Murphy Method uses. Okay, very interesting. I um my my son has learned to play piano or play uh, guitar and banjo and like I said he listens to all his music a lot and I think oh, if I'm not mistaken I think he actually purchased the Murphy Method material he's out of the home now 
but he um i think he, i think he did and that's how he learned okay and, uh, but i i took piano for six years growing up and um can't play a lick so <laughs> uh, play piano today you'll you'll like it <laughs> maybe i should do that and go back and get that um so what what is it that you're really excited about right now it can be you know a, a trip you're planning or it could be just something going on in your home or a homeschooling activity or something like that that you're really excited about um i think we're really as a family we're excited about the direction the music is going right now we've traditionally sung at festivals and churches and things like that but We've um we've we've just felt like we're going a different direction where we want to be singing at big outdoor events and activities where we can reach out to people that aren't necessarily part of the church community and everybody seems to be excited and on board for that right now. Okay, excellent. And what is one piece of advice that you would like to leave with the audience uh from our interview today? I would say that never underestimate what you can do through homeschooling your children. Um, I don't necessarily consider myself a remarkable person with any great skill or ability, but um, I look at my children and what they're doing and how they're affecting the world, and I'm I'm just overwhelmed with what God can do with just a willingness to do what you can do, and um, they're in the ways that you feel inadequate or the ways that you don't think you're able to do something, there are so many resources and God will always fill in the gaps. And I just, I'm just astounded at how I've been multiplied through my children because of the investment that we made in them. Yeah, that's very encouraging. Thank you. And the last question is how is the best way for someone to get a hold of you or to find out more information about you? I'll be sure to put, uh, you know, links in the show notes for that, but. Sure, sure. Our, our website, it would be the clearest way at www.lindsay-family.com. Um, we also have a Facebook page, and we encourage everybody to come and like our Facebook page, and you get news and information about our family through that. That's at the Lindsay Family Band on Facebook. Um, and I, I guess those would be the two best ways to find out more about us. We have lots on YouTube. You can just Google Lindsay Family, and you'll be able to see what we're all about. Okay, very good. Well, thank you so much, Tammy, for representing your family and coming on to the Homeschool Hope podcast and uh, sharing your wisdom and your information and your encouragement uh, to the audience. And uh, I hope that um, your family continues to be a blessing. Well, thank you, and thanks for including us in on it. We, we appreciate the opportunity. All right, great. All right, bye-bye.